Kombucha Zest have a unique brewing process, which does not just produce any old kombucha. With over 18 flavors being crafted by their super team, they not only have the best tasting kombucha, but I personally love that you can go and have a hands-on um, you know, experience where you can head to your local market or cafe and refill your bottles or get a glass and, and enjoy it that way as well. Their kombucha is full of health benefits, like all great ferments, including detoxifying through gluconic acids and probiotics, those good bugs in your gut, boosting energy with enzymes and B vitamins, and giving you mental clarity from all of the antioxidants. The perfect replacement for uh, that afternoon coffee or sugar craving, you know, if, you, if you're wanting a chocolate fix, kombucha is perfect. I recommend you try it. For me, uh, getting on board with local, innovative, and colorful people and companies, the Kombucha Zest Boys and Girls, um, it's, it's really a highlight of my job, and I'm so excited to have them on board. They allow me to bring you the Naked Naturopaths. So I encourage you to get on their website. It's kombuchazest.com, and check out their beautiful, beautiful ferment products and try them today. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist, and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. My name is Melissa Gearing, and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. On the podcast today, I have the most amazing woman, Wendy from Wendy's Way is here to talk us through her journey and how she lost over 50 kilos of weight and not only lost it but is keeping it off and maintaining a healthy, happy lifestyle with pretty much reverse diabetes and um, down to one medication which she hopes to get off at the end of the year and she just has such a beautiful energy and, and vibrance about her and I was so pleased to meet her at the Wellness Summit. So Please welcome uh, Wendy and have a listen to her story. And if you love what she has to say, then you can jump over to her podcast, which is also hosted by The Wellness Couch, called Wendy's Way. So welcome, Wendy. I'm so pleased to have you on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) It was so cool to actually meet you in person. I've been listening to your podcast. And I have to say, you have no idea, people. I don't know if you have seen this beautiful banner of this picture. (laughs) Oh my God, Mel, it is the most stunning picture I've ever seen. Thank and you. it's so tasteful and elegant. That's and lovely. I'm so tough to meet you and your beautiful man at the Wellness Summit. He says and hello. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. And yeah, thank you for having I'm me. I'm so pleased to have you. He says hello. We were driving in the car here to work today, and I said, I'm having Wendy. And he's like, Oh, please say hello. She was so oh. lovely. Please give him my hellos and love back. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on the um, on the cast because I have lots of people talking lots of ideas and protocols and diets and regimes and all different kinds of stuff. But I loved hearing you speak because your approach was very much like just fucking do it. Just get into it and do it. what? <laughs> You can do programs, you can do diets, you can do everything. But, Mel, nothing worked for me. And, you know, I've been, I've had a massive journey with my weight and yes. stuff like that. And I know we'll get into that. But until you get your mind right and you just go, 
you know what? This is what the freaking problem is. Yeah. You can do a hundred things, but unless you get your mind right and unless you deal with all the crap and all the stories that you're telling yourself, yeah. Yeah. you're not going to have a weight loss. I've done, you know, Jenny Craig, Weight Watchers, Gloria Marshall back in the day, the 80-20, the keto. The, I've done everything. And yeah, <laughs> some of it has worked. And I, you know, I dropped a massive amount. I'm talking like seven years ago. I dropped about 25 kilos and it was great and it was good. But it was that whole mindset of this is a program and I just have to do it for the program and then I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing that it's so much more. Yes. And that's the bit that no one gets to. And that's what the whole premise of my podcast is and my message is, is get the mind right, people. Yes. Just get the mind right. So set that mind. Accept the stories that you're telling yourself and deal with them and go and talk to people who are wiser than you, smarter than you, <laughs> cleverer than you, who've done the work. That's who, that's who you need to surround yourself with to get the message and to really, you know, and for me, I've had a beautiful kinesiology um, master, a Reiki master in my life, Mandy Rigg. She's been incredible and she's helped me pull all those layers apart mm. to get to the core of what was really going on. And it takes a village. It really absolutely, does. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell me, tell me a story. I'd love for my listeners to hear a little bit about what you spoke about at the summit and how far you've come and the amazing, I, you know, it's not just the weight loss that is amazing to me. It's the whole premise behind it and that continual every day. Um, I don't know if you would agree with this word, using this word, but that battle, you know, like oh. that continual every day, you, you have to put the effort in, you have to do it, right? Absolutely. And it is a battle. There's no, you can't sugarcoat this Mel. And that's what I hate. All I really, really have issue with programs that go on and, you know, you do this for 12 weeks and you do this and this will happen. And da, da, da. I get all that and it does work. But until you fight the battle in your heart and your mind yeah. and really get to the core of what the issues are. I mean, like, you know, I could I could spend hours talking about it and I won't. I'll be brief, <laughs> but I've always had a problem with weight, just in a nutshell. Massive problem with weight. Fought a battle with infertility for 10 years. Took every pharmaceutical drug known to man. The effects that it had on me was devastating and horrible and terrible and no one knew because you just you don't know any better yeah so you go to the doctor the doctor tells you go to the specialist the specialist helps you to the best of their abilities yeah you do this you do drugs you do all this stuff you put i put myself on climbing changed my personality became aggressive became you know not so happy all that horrible stuff and you know piled on about 30 kilos of weight which is ridiculous yeah. But no one ever talked about my mindset, my weight, my diet. No one talked about the food I was using to nourish myself mm. with. So this weight loss, you know, I mean, I'm nearly 49 years old. I'll be 49 in November. You know, I'm just, I think I'm in the best shape I've ever been in mentally, physically, you know, all that good stuff. And it was like my journey started I used food as a coping mechanism, as a comfort mechanism, and I didn't even know I was doing it. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, I'm a savoury person, not a sweet person. So it was like, you know, French fries, hot chips and gravy. That was my drug. That was my absolute drug. And you go from, you don't really know any different. You don't know that the food that you're eating is so toxic for yourself. And the weight just ballooned. You know, I remember, I mean, I come originally from India. I migrated to this beautiful, amazing land 30, 33 years ago with my yeah. family. And you go from eating a beautiful plant-based yes. whole diet 
to a Western diet, which is, you know, the best we could do at the time. Mm-hmm. So you start eating all this stuff that you've never eaten. You know, I remember I was, I came to school, I was at the end of year 10. Back then I think I was a size 10. Yeah. Two years later in mm-hmm. year 12 I was a size 18, nearly a size 20. And no one ever addressed mm-hmm. that. It was all the food that I was eating to, you know, comfort myself with and to squash all my feelings of leaving, you know, my friends and family behind and all that stuff. It's just eating to squash it down. And that just continued and continued and continued. And it got to the point when I think you heard me say on stage, about four years ago, I was, you know, I we haven't been blessed with children, but uh, biological children, but we're blessed to have this plethora of amazing young people in our lives who belong to our friends and family, who wear honorary, you know, aunts and uncles and godparents, <laughs> all that wonderful stuff. With I'm the coolest aunt. Trust me, I'll let you get away with just about anything. <laughs> eating crap. Um, and yeah. we were out in the park, and we were kicking the footy around. I lasted five minutes, Mel. I was like, oh, my God, I'm huffing and puffing and sweatering. And, you know, it was just like, mm, best you go sit on the bench now and watch. And I, that that was my turning point. I was mm. like, I cannot watch my life anymore. I need to participate mm. in my life. And that just started me on a journey of educating myself to a better way of moving, of healthy eating, of nourishing my body with what I needed to have. <laughs> and it was, you know, you've got to have – Yeah, it sounds a bit melodramatic, but you've got to have that one moment when you go, I cannot live like this anymore. This cannot be my life. I feel so emotional hearing you speak and, you know, I had to get my tissues because... I don't. Yes, I know, but this is the story of many of my clients and um, particularly at the moment I'm seeing so many women who are unable to conceive and that's really hard, really hard to go through with them and to watch and... um, and I think that for you, not only, I mean, a Western diet, a, you know, a typical Western diet is toxic for many people, but for you yes. ancestrally, your body is not, your oh. genetics are not made to cope with that. You know, we see like a um, double increase in Australian uh, Indigenous people in terms of diabetes because that, they are not um, suited to a high sugar, high process, high wheat diet. And that plant food and that spices and all those beautiful plant exactly. medicines that you would have been having you've really um lost in the in the move in the transition um so it's and rough exactly and it's like you know it's so obvious when you look at it the answer staring me straight in the face but it took the brilliant cindy omira to tell me this yeah. you know i saw her four years ago when i talked about this at the mm. summit too and in, she was my start of my wellness journey my friends took me along to see her and i'm just sitting there going Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm having these bingo, bing, 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 yeah, bing. the light bulbs, <laughs> you know. And then she goes, "But your background's Indian. Why aren't you eating Indian food?" And yeah. I'm going, "I'm an Indian who hates Indian food." <laughs> 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 I mean, and it was just, I don't, I don't hate Indian food. I think you grow up with it every day for so many yeah. years, you're just a bit sick of it, <laughs> and you know. Um, and then. But, you know, a few, I think a month later, I went to a Pete Evans event. And I know yeah. Pete Evans gets banged out. Hey, listen, he's on that. the podcast tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love him to be. So, I'm a big Pete Evans like, fan. Oh, you're going to love. Oh, he's, he's going to be amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, give him my love, please. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I went to a Pete Evans event and he and I had this amazing chat. <clears> and, you know, same thing he said to me, go back to what you know. Go mm. back to your answers mm. from where eating. And that has really helped. And, I mean, it's just it has been a big part of my journey too, just like the wellness couch and everybody associated with it. You've just got to – what can I say to your listeners out there? 
what works for me is not going to work for you mm. guys. You've got to find what works for you, but you've got to get real. You've got to stop telling yourself all that bullshit. Yeah. You're not big boned. It's not in your genetics. It's not all that. <laughs> Forget it. It's crap. It's just total crap. And someone, until someone called me on it, until I woke up and it smacked me in the face, I was like, stop eating crap, mm. eat real food, eat whole food, start eating more Indian food. Yeah. And it's just been incredible. It, the turnaround has been incredible. Yeah, so great. It's so nice to hear somebody else say it. Um, often, you know, well, not often, a handful of times in my seven years of practicing, I've had people sit across from me and say, you don't know, you, you're not fat. You have never been fat. You have never been overweight. You don't know. And I say, well, yeah, that may be the case. I haven't experienced that, but I certainly have clinical experience and I can help set you on the right path. But that's just maybe another another barrier for them, you know. I totally get that. It's like, you know, I some, not very often, thank goodness, other people say to you, what would you know? You're not a mother. I may not be a oh, biological God. mother, but I grew up in a joint family. There was 11 people in my yeah, family. I grew yeah. up with my cousins. Yeah. I was a child care, you know, I was a child care giver. I was a carer. Yeah. I was a nurturer. I've always been a mother. I always yeah. will be a mother. Yeah. I continue to be the helicopter aunt. Yeah. <laughs> the one who stalks you on Facebook and goes, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> I just think you remove that before I tell your mother <laughs> no, nothing like that you don't you don't have to be fat you don't have to be a mother you don't have to be those things to understand yes. and have empathy with yes. your clients and what everybody's going through Absolutely. and to all those beautiful women who are listening who haven't been able to conceive I feel your pain it didn't happen for me yeah. you know it didn't happen 10 years of everything ended in an emergency hysterectomy oh so you know this is what this is life but I'm blessed that I'm me and yeah. I wasn't going to let it beat me. I'll never forget waking up from my hysterectomy and the nurses going, oh, I'm so sorry, you're not going to have a family, and I'm sobbing. You know, I'm like, oh, I do have a family. He's sitting right there. <laughs> and the was like, don't yell at the nurse. I don't care. She can't say things like yeah. that to me. I was losing my mind. And, yeah. You know, I said, I have a family. My best friend and her family were there. Other friends were there. I was like, don't tell me. Family's not just blood. Yeah. Family's yeah. what you create. So, Absolutely. you know, I say to your beautiful listeners, don't give up. Find an answer. Go and seek out alternative therapies like I had no idea about at the mm. time. And, you know, see beautiful people like Mel who can help <laughs> you and at least get your body ready. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you mentioned that you look out for what your nieces and nephews eat. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I don't know. I can't remember if I said this on another podcast, but I was at swimming lessons a few months ago and the mum was having a bit of trouble with a little boy. She had a little boy and a little girl, right? And she's like, why can't you be good like your sister? I'm going to get her a chocolate bar after this and I'll get you an apple. And the apple was the punishment because he was being naughty. And I was like, oh, my God. and I was like don't judge Mel don't judge I don't have two kids I can't imagine one is enough for me you know like (laughs) one is hard um but I just thought you know that mindset around food that those children will grow up with that mindset around food that the apple is the negative that the apple is the punishment you know and I'm sure like a big part of your journey has been mindset around food and maybe even not liking Indian food but coming to appreciate it because you know that it suits your body right how how did you how did you have that journey for you how did you come about it so for me you know when people smarter than you like Cindy O'Meara who have done the research who say that to you 
I just, and all I could think of in that moment was my beautiful grandmother, Iris, who was one of the best cooks I know, was famous all through India for her cooking. Yeah. I wish she was alive. I wish she could come and be on a podcast yeah. and think all that stuff. So you know, do I. I and I wish I could try her food. I know, right? <laughs> I was only 10 when she passed away, so I was too young mm. to have been in the kitchen with her and learnt. But yeah. I just remember her. Food was her thing. Food was the way she nurtured herself. And for me, it was just changing up what I was nourishing myself and Duncan and people around me Mm. with. And it became – and it was – you know, it really was. It was just that aha moment at Cindy's all-day presentation. I came home and I thought, you know, I was doing really good. I thought I had great healthy stuff in my pantry. Mm. No, I didn't. I had a chemical sheet storm in my pantry. Yeah, so I literally cleaned it out and, you know, we were on that journey. We, we, I thought we ate pretty well, but, you know, you get brainwashed into low fat, no fat, Absolutely. less sugar, this, that, all the other. And it was like, you can't do that to yourself. And like, you can't do that to yourself. You just have to keep going. And Absolutely. I was like, right, okay. So for me, it was really a dramatic change. I basically cleaned out my pantry, my freezer, my fridge, and I just started with fresh veggies from the beautiful farmer's markets that are near us and we're very lucky to have. Mm. And I just started eating whole food. I eliminated a lot of, like, gluten from my diet. Gluten and I just don't – we don't go well together. I'm not diagnosed celiac, but I'm, you know – they tell me I'm borderline, blah, blah, but I know if I eat gluten, it's no good for me. Yeah. So I took the gluten out. I don't eat a lot of dairy, so that wasn't an issue. I don't really do alcohols. That wasn't an issue. And I just started eating like whole foods. And the other thing I started introducing was all my beautiful Indian spices yes. into my cooking. Yeah. You know, I re, re, reconnected with that, spoke to my beautiful aunt in Delhi, Shirley, mm. who, you know, I've spent a lot of time with over the years and watched her in the kitchen for once, actually went into yeah. the kitchen. Yeah. and started absorbing everything yeah. doing it you know with the beauty of technology ring her up and go can't give me a recipe for this i need something you know so and i started for duncan and i it was um just starting to introduce a lot more veggies into my yeah. diet now that's what really helped and i'm not a massive fan of red meat and I'm not, I'm not a massive meat eater. I like, I like chicken. I like salmon. I like fish. I'm very fussy. Mm. I don't eat a lot, so I just took it straight back to basics. You know, meat and three veg. And I know you know that Damien and I had te- Damien Christoph and I mm. teamed up yeah. and we'll be doing the forage challenge. So that yeah. has really helped me. I mean, I did the forage challenge years ago after the first wellness summit and dropped nearly 12 and a half kilos in four wow. weeks, which really gave me a kickstart. Yeah. But this year we've been doing it as well. And it's just back to portion control and using, you know, just a really simple range of foods and a simple, simple, simple approach to food that you can get your portion portion control, get your portion size happening, and just incorporating lots of spices like, you know, cumin and coriander and turmeric and yeah. paprika and all those beautiful Indian spices. So, you know, eating eating more health – I don't want to say healthy – more appropriate food for my body type, yeah. you know, and just, yeah, just going slowly and one thing at a time. I mean, there's that whole jerf movement, just eat real food. Exactly. And, you know, I have to say, Wendy, I don't think anyone is smarter than you. I just think that people don't know, you know. Like, I don't know accounting because I didn't study that, but I did study nutrition. <laughs> and Callie's just joined us, so excuse her. 
And, you know, like so many people say to me, if I had just known that, and I don't think, I don't think that in any way that you are not smart or that other people are, um, you know, um, uneducated. They're just, they're listening to the mainstream media, which is, you know, which is the most, the loudest thing right now is what, you know, what the mainstream media are saying. And they're listening to their dietitians and the dietitians have very strict guidelines to follow and they don't, yeah, they don't always get to say what they, what they actually want to say or think or what's appropriate for people. And there's lots of competing factors in there. And a lot of them are financial in terms of food industry. Hopefully we're finding out more and more. And I just had a friend of a friend who has been given a enormous advance to write a book on faux foods, which is really exciting. So fake honey, fake olive oil you know they want to expose this stuff which is great you know and we've got a long way to go in terms of food labeling as well people think that they're getting sugar-free stuff when it's just got different types of sweeteners in it different types of sugars so there's a long way to go but i think that um you you are on exactly the same level as us and lots of people are but they they just need to find out need to find out how to put it into their lives for them as well how it's going to suit them because there's all this information but what's the point of it if you can't do anything with it you can't utilize it in your day-to-day life right and and you know what you can go to a thousand wellness summits you can yes. go to bendigo base camp and come and watch us all do our thing you can go to a hundred seminars but if you don't get off your goddamn ass <laughs> yes. and implement even one thing of what you've learned it's not going to happen yeah absolutely you know you can't have you can't go to these amazing events take all the stuff you've learned put it on the shelf that's shelf development we need self-development yes <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, God. And, you know, I hear it all the time. Oh, how many how many more seminars can you go to, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't go to as many as I used to. And you're going to listen to. Pick and choose what you're going to um, going to implement. Not everything's going to resonate. What yeah. I need to do is not what you need to do. Yeah. You don't need to eat more turmeric. I do. You know? <laughs> okay, maybe you do too. I don't know about that. You know? But what I'm saying is, like, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. No. Like, it's not – you don't have to spend – Ten, twenty thousand dollars doing all this. Just keep it simple. Yeah. Do one meal at a time. That's what I. That's what I advocate. Mm. It's like do one meal. Do breakfast. Yeah. Just sort out your breakfast. Okay. Next week, sort out your lunch. Yeah. Then sort out your dinner. Drink more water. Drink lemon water. Just get get real with yourself. Get honest with yourself. I mean, do you want to be here for your children, your grandchildren? Do you want to go to their weddings? Their, you know whatever, their graduations, their babies christenings, all mm. that stuff, mm. you know. I wanted to be here so for all important. my honorary nieces and nephews and my godchildren. Yeah. I wanna be I wanna be part of their lives. I wanna be going to their weddings. I wanna be doing whatever they want to do. You Absolutely. Know? And like you said, you wanna be running on the beach with them. Like oh, that's gorgeous. such a big part of enjoyment is being involved and being able yeah. to do kids love being active. So you want to be active with them. Absolutely. And, you know, it's just if you want to be active, well, you've got to move your ass. It's as simple as that. You yeah. can't you can't sit on a chair and go, oh, I wish I had more energy. Well, you will have more energy. I wish I could just go weight. for a five-minute <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm feeling you. Oh, she wants a drink of water. That's okay. <laughs> Good girl. My parents, you know, they're always like, you really, you're going to feed her that, you know, I'll make a plate of broccoli and broth and maybe some olives and, and stuff. Like that. And they're like, she doesn't like olives. And I'm like, mom, dad, she doesn't know what she likes. She's, she's going to get everything forever. And she, you know, she can pick and choose. But one of the best advices that I ever got was actually off a speech pathologist. And she said for picky kids, just keep putting it on their plate. 
just keep putting it on their plate. Don't make a big deal about it. So I always put this array of food on her plate. Mum and Dad are like, she's not going to eat that. She's not going to eat that. And you know what? She loves olives. They're one of her favourite foods. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah, I know. We introduced one of my young friends to prawns and his dad and I rue the day we introduced him to prawns. <laughs> now we just dare. So yeah. They're not exactly the cheapest thing on the planet. No. That's fine. Help yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, my niece was the same. She She's eight and she had never had a uh, prawn and we had them for Christmas last year. And, yes. you know, I was peeling them for her and giving them to her and she was like, oh, no, I don't like them. I don't like that. So you just try one. You've not tried it before. You don't know if you like it. And now she loves them. She yeah. loves them. <laughs> like, I think it's just with that, you know, if you just – Expose yourself to new mm. ways of thinking. Mm. Expose yourself to new ways of being. Go and listen to a great podcast, you know, like your podcast or my podcast or <laughs> yeah. any other podcast that, you know, resonate with you. Just find your way through it and ask for help. That's the that's the, that's the the key. Mm. It's like it doesn't matter if you don't have all the answers. None of us do. We don't yeah, know everything. Definitely not. You know, I mean, Oprah, my guru, says when you know, when you know better, you do better. So yeah. Yeah, you just – and, you know, once you know it, you can never – unknow it so stop bullshitting yourselves everybody out there you know what you need to be doing don't stick that tim tam in your mouth yeah. there are healthier versions i'm sure we could find you a recipe you so some, yeah you know you just you can't you can't tell yourself those stories that's just the one point i would love to get across it took me took me a long time it took me nearly for over 40 years to mm. get it through my head that oh yes i had issues i had um, problems and i had situations that were not great like mm. everybody else on the planet mm. but if you could just surround yourself with, you know, nourishing food, have a quiet time every now and then during the day for yourself, be, you know, be with people who lift you up, not pull you down. Simple, yeah. silly things. They're not silly things, sorry. Simple, important things that just, you know, help you be the best you can be because you know what? You owe it to yourself, nobody yeah. else. Yeah. You need to be your best you for you first and then the rest will fall into place. When we were waiting to speak at the Wellness Summit, <clears throat> we were, you know, after each other and I watched yes. your beautiful husband give you some Reiki, which I felt oh. come through to me, which was very... Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. He's so thrilled together. Yeah, I felt it. You know, it just settled me and I felt so much more confident because, you know, we were freaking out. We were sweating our, our armpits out, uh, yeah. you and I, but we yeah. did it. We got up there and we spoke and we did it and, um, you know, that's part of our journey now is to, you know, do the things that challenge us, new things that challenge us. And um, I just, I'm so thankful for my time next to you because I could feel your energy and I could, you gave me this huge smile on my face and I'm so, so kind of proud of you and pleased for you. You've had such a big journey and I'm so happy that, you know, you can share it now with Wendy's Way and that, you know, you're on the podcast talking to my people now as well. And I just hope that, um, you know, if you do love the sound of Wendy's voice and you want it more, you can go and listen to her podcast. And you and Damien are offering, offering that program for free, right? Yes, we are. So it's the, it's the Forage Four Week Challenge. It's free. Mm. We're just about to finish. We're just doing a round at the moment, which finishes on Monday, mm-hmm. but we will be doing the summer version hopefully at the start of November. Okay. Yeah, cool. So it's a four-week program, and, yes, I know what I said about mm-hmm. programs. So this is just a reset. <laughs> Sometimes you need to get started. This is to kick-started to a better health, mm. and you get a full program guide. You get a recipe book. You get menu plans. We have a um, group that we come and support you in. It's yeah. a private 
you know, it's a safe space. You can just be yourself, be vulnerable, and we're all there to help and support you. And there are amazing people in this group who have had an amazing success. Yeah. So all that info will be on my website and all my social media coming up to it. So, you know, please feel free to come and join in and get the information and let us help you Start get somewhere. Started. Start somewhere. Absolutely. Thank you. I can't thank you enough, actually, for your time today and coming on the podcast. And um, I'll put all your details in the show notes as well. Thank you, Mel. It's just been an absolute delight. I hope everybody out there has a great day. Remember, you please be kind to yourselves always and look after yourselves always. Thank you. If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mel and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on The Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.